Hey, Chosen Fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to Season 7 of the Tell Me About It podcast. In this season, we're bringing you the Seasons of Life series, where we interview different guests and friends of ours in different stages of life. We believe in the power of testimony, and the Word makes it clear that we are better together. If you aren't caught up, feel free to subscribe and binge our first six seasons wherever you find your podcast. And if this podcast has impacted you, we would be honored if you would rate us within your podcast app of choice. Grab your Chick-fil-A nuggets with us. And, and let's, let's get, get this, this party started. Hello, Chosen Girl family. Welcome back to the Tell Me About It podcast. And as promised, we have a guest that you already love. Mm-hmm. If you are a frequenter of the Chosen Girl podcast, or if you just love the Jesus world of Instagram, you're going to know this Ray of Sunshine. Oh my gosh. That is, you know what? I think that's her middle name. Georgia Ray of Sunshine Brown. Yes. That's it. I'm calling you Georgia right now. Oh, that's Ooh, it. That's kind of I cute, love that. That's actually so cute. What? Oh, oh hey guys. <laughs> so anyway, Georgia Brown is back, you guys, on the podcast. As y'all know, she is an amazing, um, I mean, author to be. Mm-hmm. Wait. Nope. Hey, guess what? You heard it here first. No, <gasps> no, if we need to cut that out, Georgia, we totally will. You know what? Why not? Let's just ah! go ahead and say it. Oh. Ah! I literally feel so bad right now. Wait, don't, please don't actually, because that actually is so exciting and so sweet. And so thank you for just affirming this, that what the Lord's doing. That is literally, I was going to say musician first. And I was like, no, she's an author. Yes. I literally thought that. I meant to tell you before we started talking, I dreamed about it the other night. I'll tell you about it. You did? Yes, I did. I did. I dreamed that it was out. I cannot so wait. We will talk about that as much as you want to talk about that. But George okay. is also a phenomenal musician. Yes. You can find any of her original works on Apple Music, Spotify, all of the above. And her mm-hmm. Instagram is so inspiring. And I think that we say this every time, what a ray of sunshine you are. And she's a personal friend of ours and a friend of the podcast. So Georgia, thank you so much for Hi. joining us ladies i just love you guys so much and i'm just so grateful for the ministry that y'all do literally everything that you do is incredible from the clothes that i buy from poppies to what i listen to a chosen girl fam like there's no one like you guys Shut up. we love thank you thank you girl we're so glad that you're here how have you been since we last had you on the pod Oh my gosh. Life has happened. Like, <laughs> hasn't it? Like, is that just yes. the easiest way to say Doesn't it? Do mm-hmm. that though? Like <laughs> it, it does. And, oh no, but I'm so grateful. I've learned so much. I was the last time that I was on here. Was, was I still in college? Girl, I believe you were. I think I so. Think in I your was. last semester, we, we did like an episode that had a bunch of different of our, of our chosen ladies on there. Yes. yes. I do. Remember I can't that. remember what was that last season. Was that two seasons ago? I think it was two seasons ago. That feels right. So, so we're so happy to have you. Like this is so timely that we're doing the seasons of life series mm-hmm. because if you've been listening to the podcast, listeners, you know that we're trying to foster mentorship through literally having so many different w- amazing women of God who are in diff- completely different spots of life um, come on the podcast and shed wisdom. Mm-hmm to and and shed light on any confusion or 
blessings, really good things, challenges that are happening where they are. So yeah, Georgia, catch us up and then tell us where you are now. I love it. Well, the season of life that I'm in is post-grad. I cannot believe it, but ladies, I've been out of college for two years. Like this is insane. Oh, I'm living the post-grad life, full-time ministry slash working. I mean, everything that we do, wherever you are, chosen girl fam, it's ministry. It's a ministry. It just may have a different title over it, but you know, and then I'm also 23 and single as a Pringle and just letting the Lord love me. I love that smile. Liz is like, yes, girl. Yes. That's just reality. It's just reality right now. And you know what? Like I'm loving it. Like I genuinely feel like I'm living my best life because the Lord has all of it. And when he has all of it and all of my eggs are in his basket, I'm like, you know what? Like I am so content and you know, there's no other place, honestly, ladies that I'd rather be. Mm. Okay, girl. Okay, girl. That's a word. Being content is hard sometimes, but that is a uh-huh. word for somebody like a reminder that it is possible. And you may, you never know it might be just around the corner. I think contentment is such a, a used word in, in scripture and throughout Christianity. But I love that you just said, like, sometimes it's hard to be content. Mm-hmm. Like that's so real. Yeah. But then like, but if you're trying to be content, like I do feel like there's fruit that will come out of that. And that is oh, yeah. the fruit of experiencing contentment. Oh yeah. So mm. I think a lot of your contentment comes from just loving where you're at. So Georgia, I'd love for you to share, like, what are you loving about where you're at right now? That's so good. You're, you guys are filled with so much wisdom. I'm like gleaning Aww. from y'all. This is the truth. It's like that contentment, that joy, the everything, it comes from his presence. And so I feel like okay, what girl. I'm really experiencing is the fullness of joy is in his presence. So we can so often say like, I'm just walking with Jesus. That's great that you're walking with him, that you're holding his hand, but are you in him? Like, are you doing everything out of the overflow of being in with Jesus? Hold up. I'm not going to be able to talk. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Girl, don't stop. Don't stop. Ooh. Reverend Georgia Brown, everyone. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's just the truth. Like there's this new depth that I found where it's not just he's with me and I'm with him. Like I am in Christ. If you are a new creation in Christ, he is in you. And so truly it's just like what he says, Lord overflow my cup. And so he just wants you to live in the overflow. He doesn't want us to have to pour out or to even get to the point where we're on empty. And that's what John 15 talks about. Like if you're abiding in the vine and he and you and you and him, like you're going to bear much fruit. Yes. But It goes on to say, apart from me, you can do no good thing apart Mm -hmm. from me. So you have to be in him, abide in him. And so I'm finding myself just being in Christ. And when you find that you are, that's your identity. That's your Mm. identity. You're finding yourself in him. And so I will say like a challenge of this is I am constantly saying, oh, well, I can't wait until this, like, oh, I can't wait to be a wife or I can't wait to be a mom. And I'm getting glimpses of that when I'm babysitting or being around men of God that have such great godly character or just different things where I'm around friends at their wedding or their baby shower or Mm -hmm. whatever that next thing is that just the world will say. But really instead of being like, oh, 
I just wish I was already there. I'm trying to stop myself. Really, I have to like stop myself in the flesh, y'all. And <laughs> deny that go, flesh. Real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're just, I literally go like this. I'm like, oh, I have to pretend like I'm putting a little knife to my flesh because it's true. Like you have to kill your flesh and just let your spirit lead and let the Holy Spirit lead you. And so I'm having to view this season as preparation for the pursuit. And so everything that I do is preparation. It is preparation. I am tilling the ground in my heart to be mm. the best wife. And I pray the best mama that I can be and the best daughter of the king, the best daughter of my parents, sister to my brother, the best friend, the best mentor that I can be for the younger mm. me that I wish I would have had. And so everything that we're doing is preparation. And so there's purpose in today because today is preparation for what's to come. Okay, well, that's the podcast that's it. today. That's all of it. Um, <laughs> wow. You know what, girl? You know that I I love setting goals and Enneagram three, like guilty as heck. I feel like I've mentioned that in every podcast. I'm not trying to make that my personality, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like it helps me, it helps people understand, you know, where you're coming from. Why you are the way that you mm-hmm. are and how you can improve in that. And so when you you just spoke a word to my spirit for sure in saying like I don't always have to be walking with Christ. Well, of course, like every day we're walking, we're living life. Like that's not what I mean by that. But not, but even just, and I feel like a lot of prayer life is asking, mm-hmm. Lord, get me to this. Lord, you know, I want this. And it's not always about what I, it's not even about period, what I want. It's like, can I live where I am and be content exactly where God has put me mm-hmm. and God be enough. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Can I yeah. abide and be no, truly in abiding? Mm-hmm. Truly. And, and I don't, I didn't mean to cut you off there, sister. I'm just, no, girl, you're so I'm right. Done. And I just feel, feel bouncing off of this is, you know, we say like, oh, God delights in, in the desires of our hearts, but you're going to get his heart when you're in his presence and mm-hmm. those desires become his and they become even better than you could have ever asked, thought, or imagined. And I know both of y'all could testify to that and what he's done in and through your lives. And then also we say, well, you know, you know, in Christ Jesus, we lack no good thing. Right. And mm-hmm. so if it were a good thing for me in this season, I would have it. But if that relationship if those children, if that business, if that, you know, promotion, if any of that was good, you know what? Your good father in heaven would give it to you. But if that fruit is out of season and you just need to wait just a few more days, just a few more months, a year until that fruit fruit is as beautiful and as tasty as it could be, mm. it will be worth the wait. And so while you're in the waiting, worship through it. And so two things for in the waiting friends in that season, worship through it and praise God, but also how are you going to wait? Like, what is your heart's posture in the waiting? Are you going to just want it like a McDonald's drive through fast food? Just give it to me. I want it now. Amazon package be here in a day. Or are you willing to wait and sit at the table to dine at that five-star restaurant to wait for them to even just bring you that bread? And then you have to think about what am I going to order? And then it takes a good 30 minutes, 45 for it to come to the table. And then you, you slow down each bite because you want to enjoy the savory meal. So those are just a few thoughts. <laughs> just a few thoughts. I, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> 
wow wow oh my gosh that is that is food for thought right there about the power of slowing down and we that is like you said earlier like death to ourselves to tell to to wait to slow down when especially I feel like it becomes increasingly harder for us as we have the instant gratification of you know everything is so fast so fast moving and it's always like moving on to the next the next best thing Mm -hmm. so Georgia I'd love to hear about how you personally slow down to keep your heart in check in the moments where it feels like everyone everyone or everything around you is speeding up and going faster Oh, wow. That's such a good question, Liz. I'm trying to think. I think I genuinely have to physically slow down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have to turn the phone off. Honestly, I tuck myself into bed a little earlier and I grab a book and, and I thank God for the day. And I think about all the things that I had done that day. And cause you know, in the new Testament it talks about a lot about looking forward to what's ahead and yeah. that's so important. And so really I couldn't tell you what I had for dinner last night. I actually could because I made chili and I remember it was really good. Oh, that's what but, I mean to not. Or we are. No way. Yes. You're yes. having chili. It's chili yeah. season. It's chili season. Honey. It's chili season. Hot today, chili tomorrow. You know, I'm saying that's amazing. I love that. And so I usually don't try to spend a lot of time looking behind because I don't want to turn into a pillar. So I want to look what's ahead. But I think that attitude of gratitude of taking a moment to pause and just realize, oh my gosh, look at all the beauty of what today was filled with. That helps me Mm. slow down. And then also I don't, I always bring everything back to this, but truly prayer, like I sit in there with my my notebook because I get so distracted praying sometimes that I write it all out. And I, that act of writing it down pen to paper and having to actually slow down my thoughts because my thoughts can go a lot quicker than my hand can move and, and write. And just thanking the Lord for being in this season. And honestly, praying over my friends that are married or are announcing that they're pregnant or are adopting or starting that business or getting engaged, like being able to pray over them really takes me out of the front seat driver Mm. driver's position. And to be able to say, Lord, like, wow, like I am so grateful to be championing them along in their journey. And if this is not what you have for me, it's something better because you don't settle on us. So I'm not going to settle on myself with any area of my life. So until then, I'm just going to present all of my prayers and requests to you. And you're going to guard my heart and mind in Christ Jesus. And we're going to keep rocking and rolling. Amen. Okay, girl. Amen. That's the truth. And I love that you had like tangible things that you could list off Mm -hmm. that and I feel like, again, kind of going back to the time thing, like it's not a quick fix, quote unquote, it's intentionality and kind of more quality over quantity mm-hmm. when it comes Absolutely. to how you're spending your time. And I love that the word uses fruit, that that the writers of the word were so gracious enough to give us an analogy that we could uh, grasp onto because mm-hmm. anybody who has taken a bite of fruit that's not ready, you, you spit it out. Like it tastes horrible. It's oh, yeah. sour or it's too mm-hmm. hard. If it's an apple what or whatever. just came to your mind? Banana. Mine was a pear. Mine was a pear too. I'm like an unripe. Horrible. Yeah. I'm like, no, thank or you. Or if it's too ripe. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Uh-huh. Like, you Those know, bananas. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I feel like what the things that you're saying now, like writing down your prayers, mm-hmm. getting in the word, spending time with the Lord, I would add too, because I know that you're a huge uh, 
supporter of this and, and practicer of this is surrounding yourself with people who oh, are doing yeah. the same thing and yeah. having a community mm-hmm. that sees you and yeah. also can advocate for you in prayer and things like that. Um, but, uh, oh, where was I going with that? I don't know. But anyway, you, that was good. Yeah, period. Was good. Period. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, I love, again, with the practicality of, of all the things that you just listed off, when did that all start for me, for you? Like yeah. if someone wants to get started, where did you start implementing mm. some of those practical things in your life? That's so good. I mean, it really, and I'm not trying to sound over spiritual, but it just came down to me actually having to get real with the Lord. Like it came to, yeah. Like you have to actually like get real because if you're going to get real with your girlfriends and curl up on the couch and, you know, cry and complain about, you know, boys and you get that pint of ice cream out and you're just literally laying it all out there because you trust that friend. How Mm. much more does the Lord want us to have that relationship with him? Even Jesus Mm. himself got up early in the morning to just spend time with his father. And so that's where I started. There was a situation in college where one of my roommates got taken advantage of at a party. And it was the first time in my life that as I was sitting with her, trying to console her, I didn't really have words to say other than just wrapping her in my arms and giving her a hug. But then I remembered the movie war room and I thought, Oh my gosh, I have a little walk-in closet here in my college apartment. I can go in there and pray. And so I literally got on my knees the first time in my life getting on my knees because that's foreign to a girl that grew up in the Lutheran church where we didn't even raise our hands to sing a worship song, you know? So I just, this was all like very new to me and I felt a little silly. And so friends get past the silly, like press in towards Mm. it. If you feel a little awkward, maybe it's even raising your hands in church for the first time, but it's truly an outward expression of an inward work, what the Lord is doing within you. It's posturing yourself before him. And so I got into that little closet of mine. That was honestly the size of a shoebox, And I just told the Lord how I genuinely felt. I was like, this is horrible. And I can do nothing about this. And my heart is broken. And I just pray that you would guard her heart and guard her mind in Christ Jesus. And I didn't know what to pray. So I just started praying scripture. I was like, I just pray the blood of Jesus over her. And I just armor her up in the Ephesians 6 armor from head to toe. And so then it just started this daily conversation with him of, okay, well, Lord, here's what I have on the schedule for my college classes. These are the people I'm going to see. Oh, I'm getting lunch with so-and-so I'm doing this. He knows all this, right? Like he knows it, like he knows, but does he know it from you or does he know it because he's God? Yeah, that is a word. And, and I think, like you said, I think that we all come to a point in our lives eventually, and hopefully it's sooner rather than later where you're just like, okay, I've got to do something about God. Mm -hmm. Like I've got to do something with him. Like it's time, like it's crunch, like lukewarm, Mm -hmm. no more. Yes. Like I'm done. And I, I, this is so real in my experience. Like, and we talked about this on the podcast last, or well, depending on what order we post these in, it will either be last week or next week, but (laughs) we're talking about this everyone, but how easy it is in good times to let that slip back and mm-hmm. you don't realize your desperation for the father. But mm-hmm. I, I love how real that is that we all have that experience of just being like, okay, I'm cutting the bull. Like we're done. Mm-hmm. Like, like you can't ride the fence for forever. Exactly. And he calls us to do the exact opposite. Like he'd rather be ice cold than lukewarm. 
Come on, sure. like, and that's and that's hard. That's a, I feel like that's a hard pill to swallow sometimes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. literally, it says spat out of his mouth. Yes, lukewarm. it's like, what do you mean, God? You don't want me like kind of here? He's like, Mm-mm. nah, pick pick a side, and oh. the, it does take that. You you have to have that moment, but the, I think the hardest part about um, picking an action, like, because then you're responsible. Mm, you yeah. can no longer say that, like, oh well, I didn't know, or I never mm. really thought about, or mm-hmm. the God, God hasn't revealed, and it's like, no, you now have to make a choice, and you're right. responsible for it. And it feels like a lot of pressure, but you know, and I always say, I'm like, if it takes a lot of justifying then you know it's probably not the right decision girl so like you go from there if it's like oh but it's hard and I have to get up early and like we've all been there and we and I'm still there I'm never going to sit here and and pretend like it's perfect but you know you still have to have to make those decisions every day yeah that is so true sacrifice and obedience like those are two things that the Christian life calls us to, mm-hmm. but we will never regret sacrificing the lesser things for more of the Lord. And that obedience, you know, what is on the other side of obedience blessings. And that's not right. why we do it, but it's just a part of being his child. I mean, he wants to bless you because he loves you. You're mm-hmm. a child of heaven and you're an heir of heaven. Like you're not just a servant of Christ, which people would like to say, that's why I'm having to surrender my sleep to get in his word for five minutes or 10 minutes, whatever it is. But really like you're a child of heaven. And so of course we need to be fixing our mind and our heart on those things because we need a battle plan for how we're going to be able to go through these days together and bring more people with us to paradise okay queen yes um something that just kind of playing off what you just said I love how we just are seriously like uh what is it called a pinball machine yes that's what we are I love that that's what we are doing right now (laughs) we're all like those little levers in a pinball machine yes we win um (laughs) yes but in your what advice would you give to our friends listening who are having trouble getting in the word and are viewing it as a checklist? Because Mm. I do feel like, you know, sometimes Christian culture has messed up at using quiet time in a shameful way. Like you better be in the word or if you don't, you're not a good Christian or it, Mm. it comes across like that. When I feel like all three of us have experienced the fruit that does come from spending time with God. And it's not like a timed thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like, okay, I'm going to wake up first thing. And this is what I do just because it's what I'm supposed to do. Like, no, like, you know, that it's improving your, yeah. your spirit and preparing your spirit. So what mm-hmm. advice would you give to our friends who are kind of in that headspace of it being a chore or a checklist? No, that's so good. And it's so real. I mean, honestly, society puts so much pressure on that. And honestly, I just feel like that's the devil trying to infiltrate the church. I mean, we gotta, we gotta recognize that the enemy, he knows scripture better than all of us combined. And so of course he's going to try to even take those good things that are good practices and, and beautiful things that the Lord has given us or different things that man has just kind of shaped, like even the concept of a quiet time, like Mm -hmm. that, that word's not even in the Bible. Like it doesn't like, like Jesus didn't go up to the mountain to spend some quiet time with the Lord. Like, honestly, he was probably hooping and hollering and being like, Jesus, these people are whack. I mean, Lord, these people are whack. You sent me (laughs) down here to fix this whole mess. And I just need you to give me peace. You know, I don't know. We don't, we don't have a glimpse into that, but should we rebrand as loud Tom? 
Loud time. time. Honestly, I heard Bob Bob Goff say that. He said, I haven't had a quiet time in 20 years. It's always pretty loud. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to call the church. We'll let them know. Yep. Yeah. Call the capital C church. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had a cute little name to give it, but really like, it's just time that I spend with my father in his presence. And so honestly, like think about that, like just time in his presence. Like he is all around. He is omnipresent. He is omniscient. Like all these big words, but like he is with you. Literally that next breath is from him. Mm. And so my main thing that I would just tell our friends is like his voice is in his word. And obviously the Holy spirit, if you are in Christ, like the Holy spirit is in you. And Mm -hmm. so you've got those two things. And so just open his word. It doesn't have to be a whole chapter. It doesn't have to be, you know, reading the, the, I'm going to read the whole Bible in a year because I, yes, those are great goals. And I think you should do that, but start small. I mean, something my daddy tells me all the time is you eat an elephant one bite at a time. But also the same amount of food that would starve a mouse would, you know, the same amount of food that would starve a mouse would stuff an elephant. Mm -hmm. We know I said that backwards, pooey. You can know exactly what you mean. mean. Do you know what I mean? We're like, truly like, thank you, chosen girl fam. But (laughs) yeah, the same amount that would stuff a mouse would starve an elephant. So you have to start right where you are and not compare your journey to anyone else's. And for me, that started with opening the Bible app, sisters, just being real. I opened up the Bible app, saw the verse of the day, and I was like, okay, where is that in my Bible? I literally would have no idea. I was like, is this Old Testament, New Testament? Let's find it. We'd find it, we'd highlight it, and I would just kind of like share it on social media and be like, this is the verse of the day. This was years ago. And then from then on, I just had to honestly change my own appetite, right? We have Mm -hmm. to learn how to crave the greater things and not want that McDonald's appetite anymore. We want that, you know, really nice steak to keep with that analogy and to keep with the good fruit, like you were saying. So I hope that answers your questions. That kind of just was a pinball machine there for a moment. No, that was perfect. That was perfect. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I don't have any follow up to that. That was really like, no, I, I, I love what you said about the, about comparison. Um, and you're not the first guest that we've had to mention comparison and, and how much it really just diminishes, um, sometimes our spirit and with, and what the Lord's trying to do with us and like creates that just resistance. Cause we're like, but God, can you really, because this person is doing this, like, I can't see Mm -hmm. myself. I don't see the path clearly. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you've given that practical advice and there's so much, there's so much to gain from spending time with our father. You know, you're not, you will never know the voice of a stranger. So true. Mm. And I'm like, don't let God be a stranger in your life. So good. Like there is an open invitation always Yeah. to, 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 right. I mean, like the Holy spirit is with you to, to guide you, but I'm like, there's an open table, like an open invitation. Anytime you show up at the restaurant to eat some steak, the Lord's going to be there waiting for you. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I'm like, just take it, just take up, take them up on the invitation. Yeah. And we all have so many questions about God. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're constantly asking a few questions like, what is my purpose? What am I here for? And also God, where are you? Like, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And I feel like if we can one, get in the word, like you said, and believe what it says and believe that it is God breathed scripture so many of our questions, if they're not answered, they will become 
I don't want to use the term irrelevant because those are important questions to ask, Mm -hmm. but they won't become the focus of our being because we'll start to know more of who God is Mm -hmm. through his word. And then because of knowing more of who God is, in my experience, I have known more of who I am. Mm -hmm. Mm. So it's almost like one answer begot another answer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's That's so good. Oh, ladies, I got to say something. Okay. You're like inspiring me. Okay. So I had this verse pulled up that I wanted to say was, you know, Jeremiah 29, 11, they're like, for I know the plans I have for you. And that, that, you know, sometimes can really get taken out of context, but it's also the truth. Like he does know the plans that he has for you, but it's the next verses that I just love. And it says, you will seek me and you will find me when you search for me. So it's an action. You have to actually participate in this rodeo and you will find me when you search for me with all of your heart. So a heart, you can't be divided. Like you have to be all in. Like you said, Liz, it's either, you know, be hot or cold. Like he does, he would rather spit you out of his mouth than for you to just be kind of just here, just taking up space. And kind of what you were saying, uh, Sarah, about, you know, like, if, if all these questions weren't answered, I was studying Matthew nine, but y'all were reminding me of the sermon on the Mount. And so if we were to just kind of get out of our own, like, you know, acrylic nails, cute outfits, jumpsuits, like 2000 years ago, here we are just trying to keep a roof over our head. And we're, we're believing that a, a savior of the world is coming. We're believing this. We've heard it from the long times ago. And we're just believing that this is the truth. And then this homeboy comes around and he's, he's, he's the Messiah, right? And we're seeing all these miracles, legit miracles, right? Okay. People are literally raising from the dead and you see this out in the streets, right? And then you get these people hearing a sermon on this mountain and Jesus in red letters is saying, blessed is the poor in spirit, blessed are the gentle for they shall inherit the earth. And so we don't have no internet where we can get a Google with 5 million billion answers in three seconds. You're literally hearing Jesus say all these things Mm. and you have nothing other than faith in your belief. It's up to you now, if you're going to take him at his word. And so when it comes to finding all the answers for your life, look to him, literally just read what he says and what he has to say about you and be so bold to take him at his word. Mm, Like, is it that hard? Like we make it so difficult when really all he's saying is like, I am the way, the truth, the life, like knock and the door shall be open, like seek and you shall find. And we're like, Mm. Oh, well, Lord, really? Like, no, like that's the truth. And so I just, I'm so passionate about it because my gosh, like if we would actually believe him, like, I think it sounds good on a Sunday morning and a sermon, but Monday morning when things get hard or Friday and it's at the end of the week, it's like, oh, like, God, are you really who you say you are? It's in his word. And yes, the answer is yes, he is. And he's so good. So anyways, I hope that relates, but that's what I was just feeling. And you know what it reminds me of? Like when I think about obviously we're made in the image of God. So I would love to like compare the relationships that Mm -hmm. we are in on earth to our relationship with God, even though God is perfect and, Mm -hmm. and Jesus lived a perfect life while he was here. And so I think about if I were in a relationship with someone, you Mm -hmm. know, whether it's me and you being friends or Mm -hmm. Hunter being my husband, 
when mm-hmm. I think about how we interact with each other, if if anyone and and y'all don't sound off in the comments because this gets me riled up too. I think about people in my life who have been quote unquote wishy-washy mm-hmm. where you can't tell where they stand with you and they're one day they're hot, the next day they're cold Dang. and they're unpredictable. And honestly, I do not have the mental capacity for relationships like that in my life. And mm-hmm. I don't know many people who do because mm-hmm. that's really hard. And I don't think that that's how God designed relationships. No. So why in the world would we think that our relationship with him would be any different? Okay. Because if I like, you know, I love Hunter Collins with all of my heart enough to marry him and spend the rest of my life with him. And I am fully convinced that that's who God had for me to be my husband. So we're all in. Mm -hmm. It's not that one day I'm in one day I'm out. That's not love. That's not true love. And of course, you know, we are flawed because we're human, but God and Jesus in their perfection and in their deity, they, they are perfect. And so that shows me how much God loves me that he doesn't want half of me. Mm-hmm. He wants all of me. All. Yeah. That's good. That's ooh. I'm like, I don't even have nothing to add. That's so good. That's so good. I love where this conversation has gone and um, where it's going. It's, a, it's, here's the thing. I'm like, I, I, I hope it. that our listeners aren't, I hope that you don't feel called out, but called up, you know, totally. in the sense of, if you feel, if you're having a moment where you feel like the Holy spirit is, you know, kind of convicting you about where you're at currently, mm-hmm. you know, and saying, Hey, here's your call to pick a side there. There's no shame in that. Mm-hmm. I think for a long time, I always felt like if you weren't where you thought you, that you should be all the time, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's again, it comes back to that comparison, but there, there is an opportunity for you to choose mm-hmm. there's the next, you know, what's, what's the song from frozen do the next right thing. Yes. Like yes. that is, that is a constant, you know, and in this path, and baby, if you step off the path a little bit, the it's Lord okay. is not coming down to smite you. He's right. right there to rescue you and bring you right back. So true. I mean, he is, he will go after the one, mm-hmm. leave the night nine to come after you, honey. Ain't that the truth? And we praise him for it. Yes. So I'm like, there's no need. Don't worry. Don't worry about if you are, if you are a flaming fire one day and you find that you're, that you have, that life has just beat you down to an ember. Don't mm. think that the Lord is done with you yet. Mm. If you, if you let him, he will come back in and flame you up and fan you so good. And you will be a roaring fire before you know it. That's so good. I, I love that. Liz, I'm so glad that you said that. First of all, I thought the frozen song you were going to say was let it go, but we, we love the next oh. right thing. <laughs> I was like, let it go, but no, definitely the next right thing. And you're so right. And I think it's so good for us to be convicted because that's what we're called to be like these sisters to be a sister is to sharpen, right? Like mm-hmm. we are called to these relationships and y'all do that for me. And I'm so grateful for all of our friends listening is that's what it's about is I don't ever want to go through a day without learning something or growing or being corrected in some way, because when I get complacent, that means I'm not learning or growing or being made more like Jesus and being sanctified. And, oh, so we just can't get stagnant. So just know there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus, as it says in Romans eight, one. And so if you're feeling like, Oh, I feel like called out, but you feel like shame or guilt that is not from God. So close that door, lock it shut and say Mm -hmm. goodbye to the devil because he's defeated. And you just remind him of that. But then you step into the beauty of the conviction that will lead you 
to being made more like Jesus. So it's just exciting. And I just love that you mentioned that because that is such good news. Girl, well, thank you. Well, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to ask, you know, from the season that you're in right now, what has been the most challenging thing that you've experienced so far? Oh gosh, that's a good question. Hmm. I don't know, man, Liz, with the fire questions. Oh, the most challenging thing. I genuinely don't know because I'm counting it all as joy. It's not always okay. easy. Like I feel- she is not trying to be fluff right now. She's, she's being for real. Mm-hmm. Like I know Georgia Brown personally, and that is the real deal. That is not like any, like anyone just trying to be happy, go lucky. That is the truth. So Georgia, mm-hmm. I'm bragging on you because I know that you're that is sweet. the Lord in your life. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're so sweet. And, and I, yeah. And I never want to come across as sounding like, just like, Oh, everything's easy. No, it no, is not you, like, you it aren't. is not like, like I'm an, I'm a single 23 year old girl. My brother's 20. He has a girlfriend. That's hard. You know, watching him have something that I don't have, but I'm so happy and I'm doing my best to deny myself daily and to just celebrate him instead of compare. Right. And then I'm, I nanny for a lot of different families. And number one, I love it because it's preparing me for that pursuit, right. To be Mm -hmm. a mama someday, but also there are some really tough days where they don't listen to me. And I have to remember, oh my gosh, this is a spiritual war at hand. And these kids are also being attacked by the enemy because of course he's afraid that they're the next generation and he's afraid of what they carry as God's promised children. Right. Mm -hmm. So I have to remember these things when they're like yelling back at me or something, I have to literally, Ooh, and, and just bring it all down to what you do to the least of these you do to me says the Mm -hmm. Lord. And so I just have to take that moment captive and find the joy in it and lovingly correct and teach because they learn by not being told, but by being taught. And so I feel like I'm just learning so much in every little moment, but I'm counting all as joy, my brothers and sisters, as it says in the good news of Jesus and his word. And so, man, I just, I love it. And I wish I had a better answer for you right now. Maybe ask me again tomorrow. I may have a different answer, (laughs) but it is joy. And and this is a revelation, ladies, I had this week, and it literally brought me to tears. And Ellis I'm like, God, girl. why am I joyful? Like, why do I feel like I know that happiness is based on happenings and joy comes from Jesus? And I'm just feel, filled with joy all the time. And the Lord was like, that's because you're filled with Jesus. So you're filled with joy. And the reason why mm-hmm. no one can take your joy is because no one can take your Jesus. Okay, queen. And, and that's I why like, I butted wow. in and said what I said, because, <laughs> you know, it's really easy to slap on a smile on some bad days and be like, I'm fine. I'm fine. But you're really not fine underneath. But I can one with 100% confidence tell you mm-hmm. that when Georgia Brown says she is counting it all as joy, that she is, means it. that is the gospel truth, mm-hmm. the gospel truth. Mm-hmm. Girl, so Georgia, I would love to know. How is the Lord evident to you in your life right now? As one of our last questions. Oh, I love it. How is he evident? Oh gosh, he's just so good. And he's all around all the time. I'm just seeing him, like seeing him. And I know that's because back to what we talked about at the beginning, just being in his presence, like being Mm. in him. Like when I wake up in the morning, it's not this, oh, I'm like, literally, if, if this is something great to start practicing is good morning, Lord. 
Like, good morning, Holy Spirit. And having a relationship with the Holy Spirit too is because I think a lot of us look at it as Father, Son, and Holy Bible rather than Father, Son, and Holy okay. Spirit. And okay. it, it's truly like a relationship with the Spirit of God that dwells within you. And that's like your person. Like, he's with you all the time. And so I'm just having fun, like washing dishes because I'm like, God is with me or listening to a podcast or going for a walk or going to the gym. And so I'm just making a conscious effort to remind myself that he's with me. It's like being on the, the phone with your bestie. You like starting that call from the moment you wake up until you go to sleep at night. Sometimes there's just calm, still moments where you're not talking at all. Kind of like that old couple and up where they're just sitting there reading their books. Like yeah. that is my heart's desire to just be with the Lord. And we don't have to say anything, but we just love each other so much that just being with one another is enough for us. So I'm just seeing him by looking for him. Oh, so good. How profound, literally like God is so practical and gracious with us. And oh I love gosh. him for that. And for so many other reasons. Obviously. Oh yeah. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. I'm so grateful. Well, George, I've got a fun question for you that I've asked all of our guests. Okay. So if you had to describe this season of life as a seasoning, which seasoning would you describe this season? Liz, you are so fun. Oh, honey. Oh my gosh. I can just see you in the kitchen. Brain. Literally. <laughs> I know. I would love to have a party in Liz's brain and see what's going on in there. You're so fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> a rager. That's so funny. Okay. So like a seasoning, like, can give me an example? What has someone else said about their season? We've had, we've had everything, but the bagel seasoning, we've garlic had salt, garlic salt. We've had regular salt. We've had Tony Sacheries. We've had, I don't know all kinds. Yeah. Yes. Any of those things. Okay. Well, I don't even know if I'm going to say this right, but I think it's this seasoning called herbs de province yes yes is that the one where it has Nailed like it. everything in it yes yes and it even has lavender in it yeah yeah okay that's what i love as y'all i'm a creature of habit i've been meal prepping and i will make the same thing every week and i'll be so content i have chicken I have broccoli and I cut up a sweet potato into little cubes and they're just Absolutely. so cute and yummy. So I put on that chicken, I put that herbs to province and even just like that little bit of lavender, like it just makes me so happy. So I don't know what that has to do with singleness and the post-grad life, but I'm here for it. Well, I think it's just, it's a combination of a lot of, a lot of great things that in the right ratios, they just work all together. Yes. And you know, see, she explained it. I know it's a good seasoning y'all. And you, the fun thing is you can make it from scratch. You don't got to buy it. You probably have <gasps> most ingredients to make it yourself at home. Don't even tell Girl, me that. You're right. you're it's so good right. stuff. That's a great one. And I feel like no one else would have said that. I feel Everyone has said something different and that that's makes so me good. so happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good. Georgia. Okay. Tell us what you really quick before we leave. Tell us what you want to tell us about music where oh. anything like, is there a song that you want our listeners to go listen to right now? Oh, that's so sweet. Okay. So actually today, like today is the one year anniversary of Hey Little Birdie. And oh. so that's just so sweet. And yeah. I kind of yeah. forgot about it till this very present moment. So let's do a little happy dance. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. 
That song is so special to my heart. It is truly all about Matthew six and about if the bird, if God cares for the birds, like how much more valuable are you? And so that's where that melody was just kind of stemmed from. And I love on this side of heaven. That is a bop. Girl, I'll also tell you, that's my favorite. Is that your favorite? Yeah. So oh, that makes me so the happy. The spirit oh. bridge. Are you kidding me? Love, joy, peace. Patience, kindness. It's so oh, good. Get it, girl. Okay. I love it. And I love making music that can just point us back to scripture. And so I plan on doing that a lot more. And let me just be real with y'all. I have eight songs that I was literally about to drop. Like I was like about to drop that mic and I was so excited. But the Lord literally like pumped the brakes and was like, no girl, this ain't it yet. And I was crushed. I literally like, this is, was a joyful moment, but filled with so many tears. I was like, Lord, like why? And I know we're trying to wrap it up here, but it's just so important. I feel like to, to share, like this was a part of the joyful journey that isn't always happy is I literally, it was such a deep ache from my soul that I was so upset. Like, why aren't we releasing this now? And so I had to sift through my own heart and be like, Lord, like what's going on? Like, obviously like this deep, like pain that I'm feeling like, what's that about? Like, I just want to figure that out. And so I brought it before the Lord and he kind of revealed to me that it was an identity thing that I felt like if I wasn't just putting out music, because that's what I got my degree for, or that's what people expect of me, that Mm -hmm. I was not enough, or I was not what I was supposed to be, you know, up to my own standard of what I thought the Lord was calling me to. And he said, you know, I got you girl, like, we're going to put it out, but it's going to be in my timing. And are you willing to trust me that it will be better than you could have ever done it yourself? Because I was trying to do it on myself. Like I paid for all of it. Like the photo shoot was all done. Everything was done with a pretty on top. So I thought, and then the Lord was like, just wait, just wait. And so that's where we're at. And I'm honestly at such peace about it because even days after with my management team, the Lord just brought some things out into the light that it's like, Oh, okay. This is why it didn't work out. Yay. Let's just trust the Lord. So truly lean on him and do not trust in your heart, but lean on him in everything. Literally, if it's down to the smallest thing, like I can't, you know, just say that enough. And so, yeah, it was just really, really nice. He's a good, he's a good God. Oh, thanks for asking and listening. Oh my gosh. Yes. And okay. What do you want to tell us about Georgia Mm. Brown, the author? Oh my gosh. Well, she is excited. (laughs) She is um, pumped and looking forward to the adventure that God is just writing such a cool story. Y'all 2023, I will be an official published author. Yeah. It's so Georgia Brown fan club over here. I'm, I'm so president. Yes. President, oh, president. oh, it's all him. It is literally him. It was such a joy to write this and we can definitely talk about it more in detail later. We'll have but, you back on for sure. Yes. Oh, that would be so fun. I want to talk about it like ah, all the things, but I want to keep our friends on the edge of their seats. I will say this because this is the first time I've announced anything. Like no one knows about even the fact that there's an author, Georgia Brown, except for my chosen girl fam. And so this is just for y'all, but it will be a devotional. I will say that. And so come back. And we'll talk about it some more. Well, put us on your press tour. Yes, please. Um, yes. To be on the podcast and all the things. And thank you for sharing it here. I did oh not gosh, mean to course. out you. 
No, I loved it. Honestly, I thought it was the sweetest thing ever. <laughs> like it just word vomited. Just so excited. You were, it, well, it's also the first oh. thing that came to my mind. Oh. Like I was like, it just oh. came so natural. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. Yes. Wow. So, that's I mean, that's the Lord. Lord. It is mm-hmm. the Lord. We're so excited. We're best. so proud of you. Like the Thank look at you. the Lord work. We love to see it. Look what the Lord has done. Did you do that song at church? Yes, girl. You know he healed did. my body. He healed my, my mind. Yes. Yes. So good. Girl. Every time comes, I'm going to praise his name. Come on. Anyways, that's such good yes. news. I love him and I love y'all. Seriously, thank you so much for having me. It is such a blessing to be a part of the Chosen Girl fam. You, I was about to say, you have a permanent spot as Chosen Girl fam. Obviously, you can come yes. back on anytime. We want to hear about everything that we're that you're doing. And I, I know that I'm speaking for Liz as well. We are so proud of you, Georgia. Like, yes. it is just so evident that like, it, we have seen harvest time after time in mm-hmm. your life come from a lot of hard work that I know that you mm-hmm. put forth I and the faithfulness it. of the Lord, obviously. So mm-hmm. his favors thank all over you, girl. We're so proud of you. Oh, thank you. It falls on such good soil. Like I can't tell you, like my heart just feels warm <laughs> when you oh. said that. <laughs> thank you guys well, so I much. I love you. you. Like oh, if yeah. I may be so presumptive to say that, but I believe it. Now I got tears in my eyes. I, I wish I could hug you through this screen. My gosh, y'all are the best. Likewise. Same. Well, guys, we'll see you back here next week. Georgia, you can stay on and we'll chat a little bit after. So we can, oh. we can talk about what just happened on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, we hope that you have a great week. We'll see you back here next Tuesday for another episode. Bye. 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 That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Grove Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.